Welcome to the River Rain Show. I'm your host, Catherine Allen, clairvoyant medium and astrologer. Tonight, we will share great music, movie clips, short stories, or quotes, all on our theme of this week. So grab yourself a tea, get yourself comfy and warm, sit back and be soothed by the music, the inspiration, and the introspection. Welcome to the River Rain Show. Peace. 
Good evening. Welcome to the River Rain Show. One of the most sincere forms of respect is actually listening to what another has to say. Tonight's show is a play on words. No one is listening with the number one instead of spelling it out. Because I wanted to create a creative headspace about listening tonight. And you might have to listen a little more intently to grasp the nuances of the show as well. So the obvious thing is no one is listening. No one's listening to me. And so I'm reaching out to all of you who might feel that way. Today is a full moon. We have a lot of oppositional planets. And uh, just like usual, a lot of people are energized. Some feel drained. Some are brought into the Mars-like energy of this um, full moon and to conflicts or misunderstandings because we've got Neptune and Venus going on with Gemini. And I wanted to just appeal to anybody who might not be feeling heard or listened to. The other play on words, since I wrote a number one, is that number one is listening. And then it's in the affirmative. So who is number one? Is it God, spirit? Is it yourself? Is it your higher self? Because don't you notice there's always someone listening? There's always that aspect of ourselves, our inner self, our higher self. You can call it God. Someone's always listening because we're always talking to ourselves. So Tonight is all about a range of emotion that we might feel when we're trying to communicate and we're not quite hitting the mark or we're not in the right company or we're not expressing things the way we truly need to. There's all kinds of reasons why we might not feel heard and there's all kinds of reasons why people don't uh, have an easy time listening. So. I'm definitely going to take you down a road of introspection with your song, with the songs and the poems and quotes tonight. Um, but the ultimate goal is, if you read that statement of the show tonight as no one is listening, as if it's abandonment or no one cares, I hope you can turn it around to number one is listening, and that's you. You listen to you. That first song, um, I just adore that song. It's called Narrow Daylight, and it's by Diana Krall. And it's off an album from the 90s. Um, and you probably never, unless you bought the whole album, you probably didn't hear it, because I don't think it was released on the radio. And that song has been running through my head for the last two or three weeks. And it's still moving something in me. And I wonder for you, 
when you feel that as well, you know, suddenly you just tap into a piece of music or a page off of, or a quote from paragraph in something you've read and it just you can't pinpoint why but it's touching you and you can't quite express what it's bringing up for you but you know it's important somehow so you keep rereading it or you keep re-listening to the song you know so often um you know there's sort of like if you thought of society and the way we interact as almost like a a layer of cake okay just imagine a cake because it's a nice image most of us are you know focused on the icing on the top we're trying to make it sweet and creamy for everybody <laughs> and we're not really getting to the layers and then you know there's people obviously lots of people find that sort of shallow or boring but those are the social niceties that we all have to do and then you get to the to the next layer or two of icing and cake and okay now we're getting into a deeper conversation but how often you know do you feel like you're really slicing right through to the bottom of the plate and how often do you feel like something inside you needs to be expressed that is somewhere deep down inside those layers maybe it's like a filling in the middle you can't quite can't quite get to it and you can't quite express what it is but you know it's there and you know it needs to come out somehow for you to feel better or relieved and um, I find very often people need to do a lot of talking often circling and circling and circling and repeating around the same type of thing until they really feel that that is fully heard and understood by who's listening and witnessing Otherwise, they'll just keep circling around, saying the same thing, until they really believe and feel, oh, this person gets me. This, this thing I need acknowledged has finally been heard. Okay. And then they will start to go into the deeper layers of the cake. And somewhere deeper underneath some of those layers is what they're really trying to say or release. So we have, in my opinion, you know, as part of our human condition maybe, we have this sort of dilemma of frustration that a lot of people don't feel they have the room or the means or the way or the company to really feel what they want to say is being acknowledged. And sometimes they need a lot of room and a lot of time and a lot of, uh, yeah, sometimes years of excavating themselves before they even can can pull that up from within and share it or say it. And when you do, it's like the most profound itch has been scratched. You know, you could almost take a long nap afterwards. There's such a relief. You know, that's sort of what therapy does. You know, so it's a long process sometimes for us to really feel heard and listened to. And so I do believe that there's an art to learning to listen to yourself so that you can first get a little clearer what you are going through and what do you really need to get off your chest. And then the next layer is 
you know, the discernment of who do you tell? Who can hear me, really? Who can receive me? Because once you feel heard and, and um, witnessed, validated, you will start to heal something. Usually people start to heal the moment they actually feel heard. So tonight, I'm not there in the room with you to listen. But I'm hoping that this pre- the presence of this show, uh, the songs and the, the content, make you feel heard. Or help you get clearer on what you might need to express and to whom. I was away for a couple of weeks from the show um, because I was traveling um, to Ontario and I went to see some friends in Toronto and I went to see my mother in Kitchener. And um, I have to tell you, I was quite nervous because I had been in my bubble for so long. You know, the isolation and the quarantine since the middle of March made it so that I feel safe within my little village to get my groceries and stuff. But I was amazed how nervous I felt just leaving my bubble again. Um, Even though everybody was safe on the trains, everybody was safe everywhere I went, really. I didn't, I didn't really see any, anywhere that made me nervous about uh, um, protocols and safety. This is here in Canada. So the traveling was completely fine. And yet, my whole body was in a knot for a week while it was going on. I was enjoying seeing people, though, in person. You know, can't underestimate the power of seeing your actual friends and family in the flesh compared to on a computer screen. Um, so that was that was really lovely. But there's still this, you know, palpable fear in the air with the pandemic. And um, there's a fear of, my own personal fear of like, what'll happen if you leave your bubble? What thing do you not have control over if you leave your little, uh, your little area, your little village where you know what's going on? So I'm very glad for the trip. I'm glad for the change of headspace and scenery. And, um, and I was also glad to see that multiple little uh, places I stopped along the way were all very safe in the way um, with masks and hand washing and stuff and respectful and peaceful about it all, which was very nice to see. So I um, am running an intuition coaching class uh, tomorrow evening. That's Tuesday, August 4th at 7 p.m. It's two hours. If any of you are interested in meeting other like-minded intuitive people, um, if any of you have read my book, A Little Bit of Intuition, which you can get at Amazon, Goodreads, Barnes & Noble, Indigo, um, if any of you are hoping for some guidance and feedback to trust your own intu- intuition more, then please come and join us. I'm, I read from the book and I delve into whatever topics are coming up amongst the group based on what you're living through, based on how you're doing right now. And then I, I take each person 
um, one by one and try to help you go a little deeper into your process. And they've been really fun so far. I'm going to have them with every full moon and every new moon. That's for me my way of aligning myself with um, the cosmos or the greater patterns is the moon cycles. And so today's the full moon and tomorrow will be our full moon intuition coaching. So if you want to join me, you can message me on Facebook, Clairvoyant Medium Catherine Allen, or my website is river-rain.com. We're going to play a bit of music first, and then we're going to come back and have a little more talk about listening. This is another awesome tune that maybe you'll remember called Listen by Tears for Fears.
Genesis, of course, with misunderstanding. How many of us haven't lived that? Come on. But it's a matter of how often, right? How often do you run into misunderstandings in your life? How it's going to affect you in the long term or psychologically? 
Because, you know, a lot of people don't deal with frustration very well, do we? I mean, can you think of many people that do? Um, And any kind of misunderstanding is very frustrating, usually. And that'll make you feel that you're not being heard and you might jump to the conclusion that nobody will ever understand you or to the conclusion that it's not worth trying to say anything. Sometimes it isn't, right? We've all been with people in our lives where we try to bang our heads to get them to understand no matter how articulate you are, no matter how many times you've tried, some pe- some people just are not thinking like you, and they never will. Um, and that's okay, but it's frustrating, you know, and it's that misunderstanding that causes so much pain, doesn't it? Just like the song, I was waiting in the rain for hours and no one came. So how many times... You know, a simple thing like that. I thought you'd be there. No, I didn't say that. I thought you were coming at 8. No, I didn't. I said 8.30 or 9. And people get so hurt. Or let alone the deeper things in our hearts that we're trying to communicate and people don't understand. Let alone when you're sitting with a doctor or a psychologist or someone who's supposed to help you and they're not understanding what you're saying and they're not listening extremely frustrating stuff, right? You know, there's a, a meme that floats around often on online now, and I, th- I think a lot of people recognize that this is true of how a lot of our dynamics are now, um, or maybe they've always been, but it seems to me like it's epidemic. And it says, do not listen with the intent to reply but with the intent to understand. And you know, I've thought about the, con- the, t- the topic of listening my entire life, because as my mother will tell you, we've argued about it since I'm at least seven. Um, there's, there was something that I really had to dig for in this life. Um, and I have some insight about listening, quite a bit. And I'm not saying I have solved this problem in my life for good. But I will tell you that, you know, this this meme, do not listen with the intent to reply, but with the intent to understand. Most, most people are anxious socially somehow. I believe most people are. And therefore, they are in the first state of mind with listening with the intent to reply and it can be anything from a nervous socially anxious person listening and trying to think oh my god what am I going to say next I don't want to sound stupid oh god what am I going to say next I better remember what they just said oh good you know what am I going to reply with that sounds intelligent that sounds caring that sounds interesting enough that sounds like I was paying attention that sounds like you know, put fill in the blank of whatever perception the person wants the other one to have of them. And they are listening with that intent. Oh God, how can I come across that way based on what this person's saying? And a lot of the time they're not even listening to what the person's saying. 
or the the real context of what's being said they're just picking up on a few little little points and they pick the first thing they have in common and they think what do i have in common with that uh oh well they mentioned the color red in that sentence so i'll mention that i have something red you know thankfully there's lots of people that are listening and do understand the context of stuff and then you'll get into a secondary thing where now you're talking about values that might grind uh you know deep deeper beliefs and values that are not quite matching so you're dealing with a, an intelligent person who heard you who knows what you're trying to get across but they're not agreeing with you so therefore part of them isn't 100% really listening either because they're ready to reply to defend their position or to take yours down because for whatever reason they feel that accepting and truly listening to your point of view uh to the point where they say oh wow i, I really understand what you said is somehow going to betray themselves by agreeing with you and this one is so common and i find it i find it very disheartening how many people don't have great listening skills or acknowledgement skills because it breaks a lot of relationships down that don't need to be and it causes a lot of frustration and misunderstanding that i feel is actually quite avoidable for example let's say you decide stupidly to put up something political on facebook well you're you know you're setting yourself up for an argument there for reactionary comments but let's say you you actually do put up something that's really important to your heart and you're willing to take it on and and get into all the nitty-gritty comments you know a lot of the time people could save themselves an awful lot of trouble if they would just acknowledge what the person said before they launch into their own point say yeah i hear you with that opinion I know why you're saying that but I'm just would like to say this. You know, the languaging of that is so different than yeah, but blah 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 blah. <laughs> like okay, um so there's no room in there for anybody to speak calmly or diplomatically or really understand each other at all is there? And I think everybody that I speak to is frustrated with that aspect of social media to the point where they just don't bother. But not bothering or not trying is is sort of sad too, right? Because we have this brilliant platform to connect. It's not about the platform. It really isn't. You can change it to another platform, the same thing will happen. It's not about the platforms. It's about our abilities to speak and listen and acknowledge and handle conflict. And like I am saying to you, I have not fixed all of these issues in my own self. I have to work on it. But I do understand. I do understand that that's that's the core of it. So the better you are at listening to understand versus listening to reply, I think you'll start to have much better results in your relationships and maybe even on the social media who knows
I'll let you ponder that over some more beautiful Diana Krall. Sometimes they would light it up I ran my hands down silent keys For secrets like these And ever since They turn up on my fingerprints I'm driving back Cross the bridge Red light is hitting the rear view And you wonder whether Blonde hair cascades on black leather Since then I've changed my address Sometimes they would light it up I ran my hands down silent keys For secrets like these And ever since They turn up on my fingerprints Accessory the fact I walk back in where I started the bar plays the sports news to drown out the old ghost that I knew or where I 
I've changed my address And as I departed I only took what I needed I guess I've changed my address I guess I've changed my address I guess I've changed my dress.
that was a good man in a storm level 42 another old song that you might not know off an album that you'd have to have listened to the whole album i love those tunes and it illustrates my point tonight because you know who's listening to full albums now you know we plug in one song at a time that we like we skip over stuff got no patience most people for listening to a full album anymore like we used to and it's sort of a metaphor for our lives too if we're talking to people we're not just like a little push button we have lives there's backstory to all of our lives if if your life were a full album and somebody said oh no I only want to listen to that part over and over again I don't want to listen to the other one oh well that doesn't feel very good does it So, I'm playing stuff, you know, that's not typical off of full albums. Just show that I'm listening. This quote is by Dean Jackson. He says, listening is an art that requires attention over talent, spirit over ego, and others over self. Yeah. And I like that it correlates well with this song, A Good Man in a Storm. Because if you caught the line in the chorus, he says, trying to fit the social norm and be a good man in a storm. It's a potent statement, right? Someone who's trying to fit into society and still, and be a good person and be there for people. Good man in a storm or a good woman in the storm. And a lot of us are doing that, right? A lot of us are living up to or trying to live up to an ideal we have of ourselves or of what a good person is or of what a funny person is or what a smart person is, what a successful person is, etc., etc. Whatever you value, you're trying to live up to that. And in, in the midst of trying hard to come across that way, or make sure you are being that smart person, that rock star, that entrepreneur, that academic, that cool guy, you know, whatever it is, are you getting lost in it to the point where you can't listen? You know? There's... A few aspects of this that I like and that I want to bring up here. One of them is what I'm saying is about getting lost in your own head, lost in your own ego, to the point that you have a hard time listening to anybody because you're trying so hard to create an impression. And I'm not talking about total fakers and manipulators here, you know. I'm talking about just the average person with insecurities that can fall into that trap easily. And then you have the other side of the coin, which is um, this side of us that is trying to please everyone so badly. And in doing so, you might be betraying yourself because you're not speaking what you actually deep down want to say or in the way that you want to say it. Trying to be uh, a good person in the storm would be living up to the role of something that you want people to see you as that isn't maybe actually what you 
what your soul is crying out to say. And it's really it's really hard work sometimes to get to that level of communication with people, especially in in our day now of little dings and pings and emojis and um, the art of conversation, the art of listening. It's I find it's harder and harder to find, and yet we all need it. You know, even if we're not talking about water twenty four seven, we need water. It's not going away, that need. That need to be listened to, that need to be seen, that need to be heard is not going anywhere. Um, Even if we're caught up in playing a role or fitting into society and the the trends of the day, uh, it doesn't mean that need is going away. It's just being suppressed somewhere else. So, I'm going to turn the attention of the show around a little bit for the second part and talk about how can you learn to listen to yourself better and how can you communicate in a way that gets you heard or understood more easily. I think we all can benefit from that. What do you think? So we'll be back after these short station messages with those topics.
understand I must shut out the light Yesterday, you came to lift me up As light as straw and brittle as a bird Today, I weigh less than a shadow on the wall Just one more whisper of a voice unheard Tomorrow, leave the windows open as fear grows. Please hold me in your arms. Won't you help me if you can to shake this anger? I need your gentle hands to keep me calm. Cause I never thought I'd lose I only thought I'd win I never dreamed I'd feel This fire beneath my skin I can't believe you love me I never thought you'd come I guess I misjudged love Between a father and his son Things we never said Come together The hidden truth No longer haunting me 
Welcome back to the River Rain Show. That's the last song with Elton John. Such a beautiful song. I wanted to play you a couple of tunes like that that are a little sad uh, because that's usually when we have the hardest time communicating, I find. You know, when we're really sad, when we're, gr- when we're in grief, and when we're in anger. It's usually the hardest time for people to verbalize it um, or to feel understood and heard. And so it leads us into the next part of what I want to talk about, which is, you know, what do we, what do, we do when we are either around um, environments or people that are just for whatever reason not able to listen, not able to hear us with what we desperately need to say. Who's listening then? What do you turn to? Or what strategies do you need to to learn to get through that? Because the world is giving us answers every day if we learn to listen. And this is where it gets into a couple of different things. One of them is listening to yourself first um, can take the form of being okay with not talking about something for a while and letting yourself just mull it over, ponder it, sit with it, feel it out, keep it private, process it. If sometimes, you know, that will make some people feel extremely lonely. Other people and other times of your life feeling like, you know what, I'm keeping this for myself and I don't want to talk about this right now is actually a very empowering thing. If you feel like you're choosing it versus running around um, trying to be heard, no one's listening or no one gets you and then you say, oh, well, I'll just keep this to myself then. That's completely different than, okay, I've tried to communicate this to a few people and for whatever reason, I'm not getting, I'm not getting the reception that I need. So you know what? I'm just going to keep this to myself for now and, and ponder it over until a, a later time and then try again. 
or until I know what part of this do I really need to say or do I need to talk about it at all. Maybe I can solve, resolve something on my own. The other side of it is trusting your intuition comes into play at that point too. Because a lot of the time, you know, we're, we're trying desperately to be heard on these social media platforms and, you know, maybe at our work or maybe in our families. And it's this insidious thing where you just keep trying and vying and trying and trying and trying um, and breaking your head, getting frustrated that you're not getting uh, the validation for your point or the, the satisfying conversation thread that you're looking for or someone to hear how you feel not just your words and so we have to also learn to listen to ourselves first so that we can then be guided towards who would be uh, who feels right to share things with sometimes Life surprises us, and there's people that will actually be present and understanding towards you that you wouldn't have thought, and then other people that you want it from, that you think you should, should, in air quotes, um, be heard by. They just can't, or they can't right now. So there's really an art and and a really important part of our lives, our, our skill set, needs to be learning how to listen to yourself again first and I already mentioned one way you know deciding taking charge and saying hey I'm gonna just I'm gonna keep this one to myself and ponder it over process it on my own first I'm gonna keep this this is my inner thoughts my inner dialogue with myself I don't need to share it out loud yet If you can get yourself into that headspace where that feels good, you've won half the battle. Because sometimes it really does take an effort. Because that's a a signal that you're, you're going within when you can honestly say that. The other way that can help you um, process and listen to yourself is to journal. And it's interesting, this whole concept of number one is listening when you journal. Because if you journal, you're writing, you're pouring your heart out, you're dialoguing, and you're, if you really think about it, who, who are you talking to? Who do you, who's listening to you at that moment? You're not talking to your, to your mom or your spouse or your children at that point, your colleague. You're journaling for you, so who's listening? Uh Uh-huh. Now it gets existential, doesn't it? Who's listening is... You might feel like you're writing to God. Or another deity. The creator. The universe, something energetic. You might realize that you're writing... The one who's listening is your true self or maybe your higher self. But someone's listening. 
and I'm just for the fun of it on this show calling it number one. So journaling is an excellent way to listen to yourself. And meditation, another excellent way to start listening to yourself very deeply. Not every day will be a perfectly calm meditation, of course. There's times when your mind's just racing and you're angry or your foot is asleep or there's something going on where you don't get that depth of deep, insightful meditation that, you know, we all long for and love. But they, if you keep practicing and sitting, you do get there. And you have moment, you have uh, sometimes five minutes that can just close your eyes and you have a light bulb moment. Um, or you sit for an hour and somewhere during that hour you're like, wow, I really, this is really important to me. Oh boy, I need to decide what to do about that. I had no idea. Yeah, that's the order of things. I should do that first. Yeah. You know, like your mind will subtly reorder itself and your mind will, you know, your, uh, your thoughts and your, oh boy, it's hard to put these things into words. And I'm sure if someone was here, they'd be arguing it out with me, but there's something about communing with yourself in, in that way of meditating that's holistic. You can't really pinpoint, well, you're hearing your thoughts or you're observing your thoughts. Yeah, maybe. But it's deeper than that. There's all kinds of things going on in your entire physical system and in the, you know, energy bodies all around you. There's all kinds of things going on at once around us anyway. And when we sit, we can perceive them better in meditation. And so it's a form of listening to yourself. And um, when something comes through to you that's clear, I'm not talking about psychic messages. I'm talking about insight. So if you're sitting in meditation and um, a desire or a goal something you need to do or say becomes very clear to you Um, because you're in that calm state it's going to stick with you much more than when you're in an anxious state running around telling yourself oh I really should do that I really should do that you might arrive at the same conclusion when you're sitting on the on the meditation cushion but because you were receiving it in a different state it will stick and you'll be more likely to act on it. And it's one great way to start listening to yourself better because when you have the words, when you have a bit more clarity, when you have a bit more calm, you will deliver what you need to say differently. And a lot of whether people can hear you or are willing to listen to understand or hear you also is our responsibility how we say it. And that's what we can work on in ourselves the best. Make sense? (laughs) I'm going to play a couple of more tunes and let you chew on that idea. This is Snow Patrol.
just lay here Would you lie with me and just forget the world A lot of loneliness comes from feeling like you're not being heard, from not expressing what you need to really be saying, or from feeling like no one's listening or no one's hearing you. So we'll come back to this thing again about how can you be more effective at listening to yourself so that you can be more effective and present when you do speak and try to share. Because when you speak with clarity and presence, we feel it. And most people, their ears will perk up if they feel they're, they're listening to somebody who's in a, uh, a clear state about what they want to say versus anxiety or insecurity or pain. People tend to tune that out. It's unfortunate that we can't very often speak of our pain very easily there's 
it seems, um, although, you know, it's too bad, like I said, that we're, we're geared this way, but people need a bit of an appetizer before the main meal, if you know what I'm saying. If somebody just launches into something painful from the get-go, once in a while, people will respond to that. But a lot of times, people find it overwhelming or awkward. Um, They don't quite know how they're supposed to respond, and so they start to have their heart race, thinking, what am I going to say to that? The listening to reply. You know, people that are trained to listen to to painful or traumatic experiences or awkward, you know, they're psychologists and social workers or doctors or, you know, they have high listening skills, um, but most people don't. So you can help yourself when it's communicating to friends, loved ones, if you take a bit of time to think, what is it I really am trying to say here? What is it I'm really not saying that I need to say that would relieve something? Whether that's telling something that happened to you 15 years ago and for whatever reason you're dreaming about it lately and there's never a segue, you know, in daily life, the icing on the cake conversations to say, you know, you're at a grocery store and you're talking about the weather and, oh, by the way, I had a dream of somebody that, you know, I was in love with 20 years ago. Huh? Right? But people do that all the time, I find. But it's constantly an awkward thing because it puts the listener into this sudden switching of gears from from a light social interaction to a counseling mode. And like I said, a lot of people do have those skills, and but it's not necessarily the time or appropriateness to switch into it at a grocery store, and and a lot of a lot of people just don't have those skills at all, and so it's doubly awful, you know, that so many people, when they finally do say something they've needed to say, and blurt it out, that they're often in bad company meaning they're often with people unqualified to listen or help properly. So I find we need to learn um, to pull back a little bit, go for a good walk, meditate, journal about things that are quite upsetting or really raw or things that are long overdue or things that require you know, some conflict resolution. And it's not so that you deliver it like it's a a political speech, you know, with no emotion to it. It's just so that you have a starting place and you have a better introduction. It's going to help people open up to listen to you more so that you can also feel relieved and heard. It's taken me a really long time to learn these things, you know, and I know that it's hard for a lot of people. That's why I wanted to do the show. It's one of my, you know, my crosses to bear in this life is the listening issue. And so 
I hope this is helpful tonight. I have another quote that I thought you might be interested in. This is by Margaret Wheatley. She says, Listening is such a simple act. It requires us to be present. And that takes practice. But we don't have to do anything else. We don't have to advise or coach or sound wise. We just have to be willing to sit there and listen. That's great, isn't it? Because that brings another aspect into the listening to reply versus listening to understand. There are those people out there who do um, respond when they hear problems or difficulties with wanting to fix it. And so they will avoid or uh, have difficulty being present listening to to anybody if they feel they don't have the answer or don't have something wise to say or if they feel they don't have the energy to coach you. And so we need also to shift into an understanding in our culture more and more often that we don't need to fix or advise or rah-rah anybody. You just have to stop and take a breath and listen and be present and say, wow, thank you for, thank you for saying that. Or say, you feel better now? Good, I'm so glad. You looked like you really needed to say that. You know, but we don't, we're not required to fix people just because we're listening. I think that's a deterrent for a lot of people. And I'm going to venture to say a lot of men because they're, they're socialized to fix everything. So I think a lot of men, I'm talking about maybe older generations now than, than the younger generations, but certainly like my age and my dad's age and up. So like 50 and up, they were definitely socialized that men should have the answers and men should fix the problems if, or they're not a man. And so you'll often try to share something and it's emotional. And if they don't have the emotional skills of a counselor, they're out of their range. They don't know how to fix it. Oh, we'll just do this. Oh, we'll just do that. You know, it's like, no, you're not listening. How much, how familiar is that one for a lot of people, right? And it's because they feel stressed that they have to fix it instead of just listen and be present. So as you can probably tell, a lot of listening is about presence and how present people are. And we're at a time right now, especially with COVID, where people are not terribly present. Everybody's pretty scared, whether they want to admit it or not. They might be coping with it with denial and going out to the beach, but it doesn't mean they're still not scared deep down. You know, and other people are going outright paranoid and going the other way where you can't you can't say anything because everything is going to be twisted into into a, their, you know, terror dialogue about um, stuff. So I'm bringing up the listening show, you know, because there are people who are um, doing their grounding and healing during the COVID period, too. There's people getting more centered and more honest with themselves, and they're starting to do the deeper levels of healing again. And I'm finding, because I'm one of those people, 
I meet more people who are like that and I'm finding better conversations are happening than than were before I'm finding it's getting easier to hear myself it's getting easier to be clear or honest about how I feel again about anything whereas before all of this it's like it's like we were all sort of spinning on a high couldn't quite couldn't quite hear anything but more 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 faster faster more 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 keep or something like that it's really hard to explain to explain but I'm sure people get it and all of a sudden when the quarantine happened and the subsequent time downtime that we've had we've been in our homes we've been sleeping more we've been staying put we've been cleaning our places up a lot of us organizing things we've been letting go of things and maybe people relationships that aren't working for us we've been sleeping deeper everyone's telling me they're dreaming more we've been cooking our own food versus going to restaurants again so our bodies are cleansing and that is healing and grounding in a nutshell not everybody's doing that but I know that there is a good chunk who are and so for those of you who are relating to this you know you're becoming more present to yourself again and probably there's more things coming up for you that you would like to share and express and it might be um, if you're not surrounded by other people like this you might find it hard to know where do I share what's coming up for me you know that dream of someone from 20 years ago that we mentioned who the hell do I tell that to you know um, or things that you're starting to slowly percolate that you're like realizing about your life um, or about people or about your childhood or whatever's coming up the deeper things that tend to come up during intimate moments um, <clears throat> you might be finding it I don't know um, more important that you find people who can hear you on that level and get into deeper conversations with again and so it's all about presence your own and with your own presence you will feel out who's also present with you and it becomes actually quite crystal clear at that point um, who and when and how much and how intensely to share and there's really an art to it so let's play a little more music and you can uh, think about presence this is tragically hip
almost blue Almost doing things we used to do There's a boy here and he's almost you Almost All the things That your eyes once promised I see Became me It named me as the fool Who only aimed to be Almost blue It's almost touching It will almost do There is part of me that's always true Always Not all good things Come to an end now It is only A chosen view I have seen such an level 42 with two solitudes diana crawl with almost blue and tragically hip with grace too so how are you feeling about listening right now what's been on your mind listening to the show today i wanted to bring up another point or another aspect of listening which maybe 
is obvious, but just in case it isn't, this is uh, a quote from Krishnamurti. He says, so when you're listening to somebody completely, attentively, then you're listening not only to the words, but also to the feeling of what's being conveyed, to the whole of it, not part of it. And if I could sum up what is wrong with most interactions today, what frustrates most people, it's this. A lot of people just take the words on the surface, literally, and debate you. And what they're missing is the context. They're not hearing how you feel behind your words. Good listeners are actually attuned to how you feel more than the words. You can say anything, but if the tone is not matching, it doesn't resonate as true, does it? And yet, people do that all the time. They default and say, oh, but you just said that. Like, yes, but that's not how I'm feeling when I said it, so... Why are you pretending you don't know how I feel? Well, you never said how you feel. (laughs) Whatever. As, you know, you get it. Really good listeners know how to jump over the first preliminary kind of, um, you know, logical, questioning, probing, um, surfacey stuff and jump right into the feeling level. And when you have the capacity, and basically it's just presence, when you're present with yourself, when you're pretty clear on how you feel and what you think about something, when you're feeling pretty grounded with yourself, you're going to automatically pick up people's feelings under the words. And it's when you hear how they feel that people feel heard. It's not about splitting hairs over what word was said or grammar grammar police or any of that stuff. It's the feeling. And if you are hearing sadness under the words, if you're hearing bitterness under the words, it doesn't matter what words are delivered. The truth of the matter is the emotion that was delivered. And that's a good listener. So, if we bring it back one more time to listening to yourself, then what are we doing as well? If you're journaling, you're writing out things that happened. Maybe you're writing how you feel. Maybe you're just spewing, you know, she said this and then he said and and that can't happen and I better and this is my list. You're spewing things out, you're venting, that's fine. But once you've vented, then it's really good to journal or meditate and get clear on how am I feeling about it. And it really does take some courage to be emotionally honest with yourself sometimes. But if after all the work you've put in to a relationship, let's say, and on the surface, everything's been very pleasant and nothing's really gone wrong and there's been no big argument. And 
and there's really nothing amiss but your overall feeling is like yeah but I'm not feeling this connection I'm not I'm not feeling good with this person even though everything check 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 logically seems to fit well the truth of the matter is the emotion that's your intuition as well you know if if it's a passing emotion over something that was said or not said done or not done you know then you might be angry or upset and you return to to being engaged with the relationship you know you want to continue you want to resolve it but sometimes your deeper feeling is going to be you know what i'm not really not interested in pursuing this like i thought i was i could do it i could i could keep it up but my deeper feeling my deeper truth is i'm not feeling it that connection so the first step of communicating anything before people will hear you and really understand you is you have to know that that's how you feel and then i promise you and i'm not saying it happens every day all day but the really important things once you really know this is why you know when you can communicate this is the thing that this is the core of it this is why i'm nervous this is the core of why i'm excited about or why i want that so badly um for example when you can communicate that from a true level people will hear you and usually they'll be engaged with it and they'll be more interested in, to ask you and i find they'll be you know maybe less resistance and less misunderstanding because at that point you've listened to yourself and you've you've got the words and the right tone to communicate something and then it's received instead of feeling like people are receiving something that's been half processed and it's they're getting this vibe overall that okay you're saying that and you're saying it angry but i don't think that's what's really going on so i'm just going to tune that out right it's um i'll just read you this proverb instead <laughs> it says from listening comes wisdom and from speaking repentance oh that's heavy okay i'm going to f- try to find a better quote to end it off on okay well this is just affirming what i said this is hoda cope 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 k o t b don't know okay tone is often the most important part of a conversation and listening is so much more important than what you say yes that affirms what we were just saying the most useful asset of a person is not a head full of knowledge but a heart full of love with ears open to listen and hands willing to help oh that's beautiful i wanted to leave you off with one last thought about listening though another quote that i find found by um carl rogers cuz this opens the door to something even greater okay 
It gives a purpose to why we should work on being present and listening. Carl Rogers says, We think we listen, but very rarely do we listen with real understanding, with true empathy. Yet listening of this very special kind is one of the most potent forces for change that I know. Now that is a very interesting statement, isn't it? That listening with empathy is a force for change. I couldn't agree more. Think of a time right now that you remember feeling so heard, so validated, so like, oh my God, these people completely get me. This person totally gets what I'm saying and they have my back. Think about a moment when you just felt completely validated. And then you think about how much that moment or few moments of validating and saying, yeah, I totally hear you. I see what you're saying. I agree with what you're, what you're saying and feeling. It's totally normal. I'd feel the same way. I support you. How great a force that is for change and for having the will to conquer difficult problems, having the the courage in adversity if someone really gets you and has your back, having the, the patience to go through a, a long or difficult situation because somebody gets it. It's so powerful. So if we can learn to be present to ourselves and present to others and we can listen on a level of empathy, you're going to empower people to make the changes, to get, have the strength to make the changes that we would all like to see in society. We won't be changing everything overnight, but we'll be giving one person the wings to change their life, and there will be ripple effects. I hope for you um, that this show has given you stuff to think about, and I hope you feel that I am present and listening because I am and I wish you a lovely evening I'm going to leave you off with a bit more music and I will see you again next week so what little song can we play now let's play a little bit of Mike and the Mechanics
and the crowd is growing. 